What is going? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Bro, what was that? Okay, we are uh we're back. Uh represent podcast. We're here with a very awesome guest, awesome friend of mine, person who just really loves Jesus and loves to smile. Um oftentimes I will run into her at the gym and she will be working out harder than I am. Hello, Lainey. Hello. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be a crazy podcast. I I'm so tell, excited. Bro. I think you're going to laugh more than you talk. Probably. And that's going to be okay. But yeah, we, d we do go to the same gym, though. Yes. And I come in there, and I usually am like, leave early, mm -hmm. and you're just getting them gains, bro. <laughs> you do leave early, and I'm like, dude, where are you going? Oh, I'm just tired. I just squatted, you know, 355. <laughs> I'm just going to go home. Okay. <laughs> hey, dude, you just got to you just gotta go sometimes, yeah, you know? you got to fill your body out. Exactly. So, Lainey, Lainey tell us... Tell us a little bit about yourself. What's up? What What's going on in life right now? Ooh, I'm a senior. Looks like graduate. Holy, mm -hmm. I'm so excited. Graduation year. Yes. Let's go. Um, I lead worship on our team for youth. And, yeah, I just really love talking about the Lord. It's one of my passions, I think. So, yeah. so you're graduating this year. I think something that's cool about you is you are one of the few people your age, just being younger in general, who is like completely unashamed to talk about Jesus. Yes. And I think <laughs> I think it's it's honestly probably easier for you than for a lot of people mm -hmm. because your personality mm -hmm. is just so like loving and caring and all these things. Yeah. And that makes it easy. Like people are like, oh, of course she loves Jesus. Like, <laughs> of, like of course. And I think some people struggle with talking about Jesus because yeah. their personality is like, just like meek, very quiet. dude. Yeah. Like for me, I would just walk around school like this. I would have like have headphones in, that. and I would just be like, just like chilling in my mm -hmm. own world. So like, sometimes me, if I talk about Jesus, it would come off as like weird, like whoa. Mm -hmm. But you, you're always like just so passionately. Mm -hmm. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as my intro. Hello. <laughs> yes. Why is um. Why is it so important to walk the way that you talk? Mm -hmm. If that makes sense, like yeah. why why is it important to like act the way oh, that you sure. talk about Jesus? No, like that that hits my heart hard because some people they'll walk around school and I'm like I just saw you Sunday morning acting different and it's like it's very like confusing. So for unbelievers to see how they're acting either in church or like people who aren't as close to Christ, I feel like it's like whoa, they're just acting like this over here and not over here. And that's really confusing. Like, oh, I'm a Christian. I can act like that over here, too. I can go to those parties. I can do all that. And I can act these certain ways. But but I go to church on Sundays. Mm -hmm. But I think it's easier for unbelievers to see the love of Christ if you're talking the way you're acting and, like, what you're posting on social media and stuff like that. So just yeah. it's easier for them to comprehend what the Bible is saying and what Jesus' love is mm -hmm. if they see you acting it out. Yeah, so. I like that, and I think that's like the biggest struggle for Christians mm -hmm. is like we we do love Jesus mm -hmm. and we do want other people to love Jesus, but like living mm -hmm. what the Bible says is actually like tough, bro. Oh, no. But that that's like the only way to truly be effective. Mm -hmm. Like that's the only way to truly help people mm -hmm. see the gospel. I feel like the last like three episodes, I've just been like bashing Christians to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Like, dude, like every episode I'm either like, yeah. man, y'all stupid mm -hmm. or Christians are jerks or y'all right. just judging everybody. <laughs> so uh, I guess to start this thing mm -hmm. off is the same way you talk about Jesus mm -hmm. is the same way you should act. Yeah. Because you talk about the things Jesus did, mm -hmm. you should act the way Jesus did as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that's cool. So how did you, what was your life just coming up? Like, how did you learn about Jesus and so, get to the spot where you are now? Yes. Well, it's a pretty basic story. I think I think everybody has their own stories. I think some are more significant than others, but they're all important, of course. Mm -hmm. But I started going to church when I was really young. Like, I was in the baby newborn class or whatever it's called, and I was in the introduction and went to the nursery and did all that. But I didn't really, like, start focusing on it until probably, like, eighth grade-ish when I was like getting more mature no I'd probably say like sixth grade because I got saved when I was 10 yeah so I got baptized when I was 10 and then from there it just went up and it's obviously a cycle our relationship with Jesus is a cycle mm -hmm. it's always been a cycle it's like ups and downs ups and downs 
And so I don't think it was until sophomore year I started getting more involved with the church and started doing the worship band and all that. And then that kind of just helped me become the person I am, mm-hmm. being on stage and talking to all those people and through school I do a lot of extracurriculars and so that kind of helped me get out of my comfort zone and it was just really it kind of just comes natural I think just talking to people because I will literally just I'll talk to a brick wall I think y'all know that (laughs) Um, That you're just like that means you're Mm -hmm. just crazy like yeah (laughs) what's up wall yeah like I actually ran into it like um when I was in fifth grade I ran into a like a brick statue pole thing and I was like oh sorry and someone was like she just said sorry to that poll, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so it was it was so funny, but, yeah, that's where talking to a brick wall comes from. <laughs> there you but go. But I think that's where it started rooting, so. Yeah, so you, you grew up, mm-hmm. like, in the church. Yes. But it was later that you kind of really found a personal connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, like, we all just, like, know church is, like, oh, it's a building. It's something you There's do. There's people, it's like, some, you yeah. go Sundays and Wednesdays, and. Sometimes Sunday nights and it's just like it's just how life yeah, goes. Like, oh, I'm like, going to church. It's like, like it's that life cycle. Like you get caught in being comfortable in mm-hmm. it until you really step out in your faith. And yeah. so that's what That's actually cool. I was um I was talking to a family member of mine a couple years ago and mm-hmm. uh, they grew up in a like a Christian home. Mm-hmm. Um Christian mom and dad lit like strict all the way up mm-hmm. and they were going to all the church events, all the things they were saved really early, baptized really early, all the things. Christian mm-hmm. like great and it was weird because they they told me whenever they were older they were like you know l- life was kind of really hard like in high school I was like well why like mm-hmm. e- everything was fine he's like because anytime I was at church or anytime I was with Christian people it was like oh you know he's fine like he grew up as a Christian yeah. like pastors would just kind of like pass him by mm-hmm. waiting to help get the next kid saved which mm-hmm. is important yeah. But they would go wait to get to the next kid saved, and they would just kind of, like, pass him by. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you, you grew up in the Christian household. You yeah. grew up at church, stuff like that. And it was like, oh, like, oh, okay, you know. Okay, and it, thanks. And it was, <laughs> yeah, it, it was like finding that real personal relationship because I think a lot of people, we, since we've just done it so long, mm-hmm. we are living the faith that was given to us by our parents. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, because we were born mm-hmm. in a Christian house, we were born going to church all the time, our faith is just our parents' faith. Exactly. It's it's really just the culture that we or live in. Or our like, grandparents' faith. Like, exactly. Because they still come to the same church and they've never changed. Yeah, I think it's it's important to definitely take that step because you're just getting caught in that cycle of just repetitiveness. And I know when I was younger, I was like, oh, we have to go to church and then we go eat and then we do all this. And like, it was just a cycle. But now I'm like excited to go because yeah. I have that personal connection with Jesus and it's not just we have to go because we have to go. And we know all these people that go here. It's it definitely is personal and it's I, very important. And I think obviously there's like, I think there's steps to Christianity mm-hmm. as a whole. Cause a lot of us think, Oh, you're saved. Let me go to the next person. Mm-hmm. Oh, get them saved. Move on to the next person. Mm-hmm. But I think once a person's saved, there's a sense of like discipleship that is needed. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, you know, Jesus cool. Let me go find the next kid. Like, yeah. no, they need help to, like, see how to walk with mm-hmm. Christ. Like, what it means to follow the Bible. Teach them how to read the Bible first. True. So there's so many people who don't know how to read that's it. That's a whole it's other just, episode. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, they're saved. That's good. Yeah. The next step is to, to disciple them. Mm-hmm. And I think so many people are so worried about finding the new people, finding new people to save, finding new people to get baptized, which is good. But we're kind of leaving our Christians mm-hmm. out to dry. You know, yeah. like, in these people who are just like the person I'm talking about, mm-hmm. they're born in a Christian household. They're born doing these things. The next step for them is to really want Jesus for their own. Mm-hmm. They're just yeah. walking this faith out, like you said, like their grandparents were, like their mm-hmm. parents were. They, they haven't really found that faith for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think once you find a, once you're saved and once you find that personal relationship for yourself, mm-hmm. it really feels different. Oh, for sure. Like people who are like, yeah, I'm a Christian, I go to church, like, that that's fine. Yeah. But once you take that next step and say like, mm-hmm. why am I a Christian right now? Yeah. Like, why do I want to be a Christian? Because mm-hmm. bro, you're in high school. Like, yeah. make your own decisions. You don't have to go to church anymore. You True. don't have to do these things. Like, yeah. Like once you drive, it's like a dude. It's like a, like you're either gonna go or you don't. Dude. Like, yeah. And it's like, people are still just going to church because they're like, oh yeah, that's what we always did. Like, yeah. why do you want to go to church? Yeah. Like, what is it in in you mm-hmm. that desires it? And I think that's what we need to find out for so many people is. Yeah find our own personal desires. Mm-hmm. Um, 
rather than it just be a culture thing. Mm-hmm. We were we were in Africa. I think it was his last time we went. We went in January. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of there's a lot of Christians there and there's a lot of Muslims there. Mm-hmm. And you know, the Muslim faith is a lot different. It's a lot of works. Yeah. It's like you got to pray this many times a day, you got to mm-hmm. fast at these areas. Well, our bus driver who drove mm-hmm. us for like the week and a half that we were there, he was Muslim. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because I was like, okay, Muslims out here are like real serious. You know, like you can hear their prayers every day. You yeah. can see what they're doing. But our driver, like he was driving with us for 10 hours a day. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, I'm like, this guy's not praying five times mm-hmm. a day. I was like, and he's Muslim? Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was just weird to me. I don't know why it was so weird yeah. to me. Yeah, well, they're strict. Yeah, like- and, and, and I was thinking, I was like, how can that be? And instantly it was like, because that's the culture he was raised in. Mm-hmm. He was raised Muslim. Mm-hmm. He would say that he's Muslim, but he's not, Living he, he really is not, he does not care. Like, yeah. that's just how he grew up. Yeah. And I think so many of us, we're Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, and like you said, like, <laughs> they're, Christians are out here partying, Christians are, do, yeah. because they're like, oh, I grew up Christian, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing with this guy. Yeah. He just grew up Muslim. He's like, I mean, it is what it is. Sure. You know, like, it's mm-hmm. the culture. Exactly. And that's the difference between the world and Jesus is like, it's not culture, it's a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between other religions and Christianity is it's mm-hmm. not religion, it's a relationship. Yes, it's personal. Yeah. Like, um, I love when Peter, um, they were on the boat, like they were fishing, and Jesus was trying to give the message, and Jesus met Peter where he was. He got on Peter's boat. And I'm sure Peter's like, oh my gosh, Jesus is on my boat. Because like, I would be like, oh my gosh, Jesus is on my boat. <laughs> like, I'd be freaking out. But... Peter was just like, okay, we're fishing. And then Jesus wanted to do what they were doing. He wanted to fish, even though they had already, like, cleaned all their nets and whatnot. Like, he still wanted to do that with them because mm-hmm. he wanted to be personal with them. Mm-hmm. And then he said, go and be fishers of men. That's how he connected with them. Yeah. We have to meet people where we are. Yeah. We can't just be showing them, yeah, we go to church on Sundays, and then we go party. Like, that's mm-hmm. so contradicting mm-hmm. to each other. Like, that's not even the same thing. Nowhere near the same thing. So we can't confuse new believers or unbelievers. Because yeah. they're just going to be like, oh, well, I keep doing what I'm doing. Like, and we'll be fine. They yeah. can't do that. Yeah, meeting them where there are really is the mm-hmm. idea that Jesus gave us. Um, obviously, like, those guys probably weren't going to come up to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, Peter was probably like, you know, uh, this guy, he can say he's the Messiah, mm-hmm. you know, like, whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, but Jesus had to, I mean, he didn't have to do anything. But mm-hmm. Jesus took that step in yeah. saying, like, okay, I'm going to go to this guy. Mm-hmm. And then once I come to him and mm-hmm. we start talking, come to him where he is, yeah. then he's going to follow me. Yeah. He knew, he knew like what was going to happen, oh, for sure. but it took him to go where he was mm-hmm. because he knew he wanted Peter to be one of mm-hmm. his guys. Right. And I think it takes us to be willing to go to people. Yeah. Right. That, that's why missionaries are missionaries. Mm-hmm. And that's why you don't have to be like a pastor or, or a church person whatever to be a missionary Mm -hmm. like if you're a christian you're called to go and make disciples of the nations Mm -hmm. and um some people think oh well i'm not gonna go cross the sea cross the ocean (laughs) to go be a missionary no cross the street literally like walk down walk down the sidewalk cross cross the hall right (laughs) like the bible is saying to go make go make disciples of all the nations it's Mm -hmm. not saying that you have to go to the it's saying that if you are doing what you're supposed to do by making Mm -hmm. disciples and they're doing what they're doing by making disciples. Somebody is going to go to the nations. Exactly. Right? And or if, we're and, all going to go to the nations. And if that's a call that you have to go to the nations, then mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. But your call is to make disciples. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that just like that word, like, go into all the nations, I think it intimidates people. So they're like, oh, we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't, we can't do that. Yes, you can. you can. You can look to your left and look to your right and see people all day long yeah. that aren't saved. People in the lunchroom, people at work, people at and the grocery store. And then maybe the people that you reach that are next to you, maybe mm-hmm. they'll be the people to go to the nations. It's like a domino like, effect. We all play a part mm-hmm. in what we do. And I think what what you were saying is Jesus coming to where Peter was. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what missions is. Mm-hmm. You go to Africa and you meet these people where they are. Mm-hmm. You go to school and you know these clowns who are always hanging out in the corner of the classroom. You go where they are. True. And you talk to them. You might have to crack a joke, but... Because <laughs> they're not going to walk up to you, bro. Like, they don't care, okay? You have to go where these people are. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, that takes... Hum- it It takes a sense of humility mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. Because the thing about Jesus, why Jesus was cool, mm-hmm. and why 
Jesus, bro, Jesus was just a rock star, bro. Like I would, I would have rocked with Jesus hard, bro, because there was like Pharisees, there was mm-hmm. like these religious teachers, yeah, and they would, they did not go where people were, no, right, because these guys are sinners. Like mm-hmm. I would not. Why would mm-hmm. I stoop down to talk to them? Mm-hmm. But Jesus ate with them. Literally, Jesus would go fish with them. Mm-hmm. Jesus went with because that's how people. That's how we become relatable. Yeah, that's how people are like, okay, let me listen to this guy. Mm-hmm. No one no one in Africa is going to listen to me because I send them a video on my phone. Exactly. But if I go and I'm mm-hmm. sleeping on the floor like they are yes. and I'm eating this weird, nasty food <laughs> that they cook for me. Because they want to be personable with you. Then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, okay, dude flew. Dude, dude was 36 hours of just flying around to get mm-hmm. here. He's sleeping on the floor. Mm-hmm. And he wants to talk about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like listen. that means something to them. I'll like, listen. Yeah. Because yeah. if somebody, somebody flew that far away, I'd be like, yes. But You can talk to me all day long. But some people <laughs> are like Christians. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, why would I go talk to them? Yeah. Why would I go talk to them? Yeah. <laughs> or they think like my situation is better than theirs, so I can't help them. That doesn't make any sense. You can help people where they are just like Jesus did easily. Like mm-hmm. you, that's how you are relatable, like you said. That's just how we are we can't just like we always say your sins no greater than my sin Mm -hmm. you as a person is no greater than i am a person we're at the same level because we all sin and we all fall short of the glory of god yep and it's no different yep going around the world just because they have a different situation or circumstance doesn't mean you're higher or lower than them so and that's just like you said higher or lower than them Mm -hmm. this is the the bible talks about everyone has a part to play Mm mm-hmm like, I may be the head, you may be the arm, mm-hmm. someone may be like the pinky toe, mm-hmm. right? Like, we all have a part to play <laughs> exactly. to make it fully connected. And, um, like, working at the church, I see that a lot. It's mm-hmm. like, the pastor obviously makes things go. Mm-hmm. He's, like, the face of what we do. He's mm-hmm. the leader of what we do. But, like, it takes everybody. Mm-hmm. It takes the custodians, bro, mm-hmm. to move all these chairs from place to place, from worship True. room to worship room, to make sure we have an experience. Mm-hmm. It takes our worship leaders to make sure everything's set up and ready to go, sound equipment. Mm-hmm. It takes youth pa- – it takes everybody. Yes. And, again, we have to be humble to mm-hmm. say, look, I'm not, mm-hmm. like, up here. Like, I'm not that important. I'm mm-hmm. just a piece that is playing in this life of a puzzle, mm-hmm. right? And – um I think that's what it takes for everybody, for missionaries, for people who are supposed to be on mission, which is everybody. Yeah. Humble yourself, play the part that you're meant to play, mm-hmm. and do what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I think some people just aren't content with the part that they play. Mm-mm. They're like, well, I'm supposed to do something more important. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you thinking that your part is not important yeah. is actually a sin, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you thinking that what you're doing is not important is taking away from, like, the importance of the gospel. Yeah. Right? Exactly. It's like, oh my goodness, bro. Oh my. Okay. We're just going to send this conversation, okay? Okay. We're going to get real. And I can, <laughs> I can only do this with you because you are a woman. Okay. Okay. The Bible talks about man and wife. Yes. And it talks about the roles of both. Yes. And I think sometimes, and I want to hear your, your thoughts mm-hmm. on this. It seems that women, especially like nowadays, like mm-hmm. modern women, they're almost like not content with like staying at home, right? Yeah. And and there there are people out there who are like stay in the kitchen, da, 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 which that's stupid. My brother, but Ed oh my Landon. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, but some of them are like, no, I have to go out and work. Yeah. Like I have to prove my worth. Or I have to be a CEO. Yeah. Like yeah. I ha- I'm gonna show them how important I am. Yes. Like you are taking the value. Mm-hmm. You're the one taking the value of the importance of staying at home. Yes. Like making sure. Everything is taken care of, making mm-hmm. sure things are cl- like take like taking care of your husband, taking care of your kids. Yes. That's all very important. Mm-hmm. You saying, oh, I'm going to make sure they know I'm important. Like, yeah. that's diminishing everything you're doing. Yeah, it's I agree. I, I think it's just because like the women empowerment movement like that got to be so big that people are like, oh, like, yeah, like let the women do what mm-hmm. they want to do. But I agree. I think like, I don't know, I'm a caretaker. Like I clean, I cook, I help mm-hmm. my household because that's the role I play in my household. Like, if if you're not there to do it, there's nobody else is going to do it. Everybody is busy, of course, but as a woman in society, I think that they need to take care of other, everybody else, as the Bible calls us to. Yeah. Like, we're we're supposed to be that caretaker, yeah. and I agree. And that's not to say, like, men can't be caretakers either, but, like, uh, yeah. the women, like, I yeah. don't, we all play our roles, 
And I think everybody works as the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so, but if you're just out seeking something more important, that's kind of just hurting your own household. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like if a girl wants to grind and she wants to work and she wants to, like, great. Yeah. But if you're doing that because, Mm -hmm. oh, well. Or like, I want to get out of my household. Yeah. Working in the house is important. Like there is no value in there. And it's like, me personally, Mm -hmm. if I have kids one day, which Mm -hmm. hopefully I do. I'm not, I, I believe there's jobs for men mm-hmm. and there's jobs for women. I think men Agreed. are better at some things and women are better at other things. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to send my kid to a nursery mm-hmm. with all male workers. That's weird. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, you, no, that, that's strange. <laughs> right? No. I'm not. I'm just not. Okay? Mm-mm. And now if I Multiple s- reasons. Now <laughs> if I say, oh, I, I want women to take care mm-hmm. of my children. I don't want women yelling at me saying, yeah. oh, that's sexist. Why could only Because yeah. I don't want a grown man, a bunch of grown men handling my baby because y'all exactly. are nurturers. Exactly. Y'all na- the reason why God says for you to take care of your husband mm-hmm. and you to support is because that is how y'all are wired. Yeah. And just like if I'm going to, if we're going to be moving stuff in the church mm-hmm. and we're like lifting up heavy furniture, mm-hmm. I'm going to go call these dudes. Who mm-hmm. go do it because they're muscleheads and that's what they do, right? Know, yeah. And sometimes but, I'm like, dang, guys, like I could have done that. Of course but he is. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to go lift that thing. He's like, man, back up. I got yeah. this. But then, like, I get it. Like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, y'all can do that because <laughs> I just don't want to do it. Like, I don't know. There is definitely roles to play, like, like you said. Yeah. And, and it's just a respect thing. Like, the men normally, like, they'll open your door, like, they'll pick up. The bro, heavy let, thing. let men yes. open the door for you. Yes. Okay? Chivalry is not dead. No, I it's promise. Not. Oh, so, I wait. I wait for people. To, I'm dude. like, I'm like, you can open the door. Like <laughs> bring it up. <laughs> we gonna wait. Yeah. It's true. like the, it's like that teacher. Yeah. We'll wait. Yeah. Like we are not gonna stop together. And so you open this door for me, fool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and that's just like the body of Christ. We all have mm-hmm. roles to play. Mm-hmm. And I think society and culture has made it mm-hmm. almost like a problem. Yeah. Like and not or like, like a contest. Like yeah. oh, if if a woman's doing something better than you're in a man's field, like you need to get better, or it, she needs to get better, or and it doesn't matter. Like people can be good at both things. You could be a great take care take take care take care taker caretaker, and this girl could be over here wearing her pink car hat, making a yeah. building. Like it doesn't matter. Like if that's where you feel called to do stuff at it. It's where you should be. But if you're just trying to get out of where you're called to be mm-hmm. just to look better, that takes away the whole purpose of where why Jesus put you there. Because mm-hmm. he put you there for a reason, yep. not for you to seek the glory, but for his glory. Exactly. And I think, like you said, it is mm-hmm. just like almost like in our minds, we have mm-hmm. made it some sort of competition. Yeah. Well, he's making, he making money and I'm not. Mm-hmm. He's more valuable than me. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Y'all playing two different parts. Exactly. That, he ain't go. He can't do nothing without you, girl. Right? <laughs> like he can't. And I think with the body of Christ, mm-hmm. if I'm, if I'm, oh my gosh, sometimes I used to get in my own head about this because mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of social media stuff and I was posting a bunch of stuff and I was getting a lot of likes, a lot of comments, stuff like that. And then some of my friends, they were getting more. Mm-hmm. I would get a thousand likes, they'd get ten. Mm-hmm. If I get ten, they get a hundred. Right? Like they were just booming and. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able, because I was working here, I wasn't able to, like, travel and do the things and go to all the events that I was invited to, mm-hmm. the speaking engagements I was invited to. So watching them go mm-hmm. and speak on stages and go to different states and mm-hmm. go to different countries and just, like, just live this out, I'm like, dude, they're just, like, like rocking more than me. Uh-huh. And When you get, like, disappointed in yourself, you're like, I could like, be doing that. It's like, bro, this is not a competition. Yeah. Like, God is calling them to go yeah. there. The reason why you're not – the reason why I was not able to go there – is because I was meant to be here. Exactly. Like, you're meant to talk to these mm-hmm. crazy kids who run around. Yeah, and, like, people, I think they just, like, they want to rush so much. Because I used to be like that, too. I'm like, I want to graduate. I want to get to college. I want to mm-hmm. get my job. I Whenever, Yeah, I got to go. Whenever you take it slow, you can actually step back and look at the bigger picture. Because mm-hmm. God sees the bigger picture. He's never confused. He knows what he's doing. And it's it's a beautiful picture because you see, like, where you've came from and where you're going. Mm-hmm. And it's great. But if you're rushing and not even seeing or seeking God, you can't see that big picture. You're only yeah. going to see the little microscope that you're seeing for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so it's just... And people who are, like, chasing that, that quote-unquote, more important role, mm-hmm. they're not chasing after God. Mm-mm. Like, they, they've lost this. What they're chasing yeah. for is lights to be on them. Yeah. 
and that takes away from the gospel. Yeah. And yeah, that that's just good. Yeah, I was watching a sermon from Passion, and it was Sadie Robertson, and mm-hmm. she was like, "Turn Goat. your flashlight on, and then go to your selfie camera, and whatever the like pictures on you or the lights on you, you can't shine your light outwards. Mm-hmm. Like oh, you can't yeah. shine the light of God outwards." And Dang, I was like, bars. "That's so good." Of course, she said something really strong. I like know. That. And I was just like, that. yeah, that's so true because if we're too focused on ourselves, we're going to lose those, that mindset of, like, all the glory to God. And we, we may be saying that, but we don't feel that in our hearts. Like, we're like, this is actually for me. You're just on the side. Like, mm-hmm. but we can't do anything without the picture of God because that he is what we, like, what we live for. Mm-hmm. And he was what we live out. He lives out through us. And so it's just. I like that. You have to shine your light Your light outward. can't shine if you're focused on you. Mm-hmm. That's bars. Yeah, I think the competition mm-hmm. eats at us. And it's not a competition. Like, we've mm-hmm. made it some sort of competition. Yeah. Like, in our minds. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly sad because it takes away from really what the gospel is. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, I think culture is just crazy. Especially, mm-hmm. like, like, the modern culture with mm-hmm. things going on and, like, social media is ramping up. So, mm-hmm. like... Everybody's posting their best selves. Mm-hmm. Everybody's posting their best moments. Yeah, even like are, the be real, it's oh, not dude, real it's anymore. Fake, bro. It's not it's real like, anymore. Bro, all y'all <laughs> like, late, all, yeah. all y'all late on y'all's be real. Or like an hour late, like, so they say oh my gosh, they're doing something. Oh my gosh, be real. Let me go put my makeup on and then come yeah, back and then yeah. I'll be real. Like, well, like I saw something the other day. It was like some guy that I like Facetime me, but I had to like get ready, and mm-hmm. I was like, girl, I would not be if I already did my skincare. I would just be answering the phone because. <laughs> If you if you gonna love me enough to see me dressed up, you gonna love me enough to see me undressed up because Bars. like, you get both sides. <laughs> yeah, dude. And like, like it does not matter. <laughs> yeah, and um, social media, I mean, social media is just crazy, anyways. Mm-hmm. But social media for people individually blew up mm-hmm. during COVID. Yeah, like because everybody's they on else it, dude. To do. Like TikTok hit like it was like the highest app. They on hit the like thing. almost nine hundred million users during mm-hmm. COVID. Like, that's insane, bro. That's a seventh of the world. I know. On one app. <laughs> yeah. Of just scrolling through other people's videos. Yeah. Scrolling through other people's videos. See what lives, they're doing. They're nosy. We're nosy people. Just going. <laughs> which then leads you to Instagram, yeah. and that makes it even more personal into their lives, seeing what mm-hmm. they're doing that you're not, mm-hmm. seeing the things that they're getting to do that you're not. Mm-hmm. And you start, like, freaking out. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, what am I doing? You know? Well, that's kind of how people get, like, mental illnesses are like depressed because they're By like comparison yeah comparison is terrible comparison can kill i think we did a, a thing about that mm-hmm. one time at church um and it's terrible like just and then you see people that are like oh like body image and da, 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 da. like that's great too but you you're also you're still comparing yourself when you're looking at that and it can just it can hurt you mentally and physically and just like eating disorders happen it's just terrible social media is just it has gotten to a point where it, it can hurt you if yeah. you don't use it right. Yeah. And that's what's terrible. Yeah, it's just we want to see what how we compare mm-hmm. to the people that we see. Yeah. And we're not even seeing their real self. Mm-mm. My friend, actually, he's in, he's like a Christian rapper slash like a? rock artist. He's a? like almost like a Christian like MGK. Nice. Like, <laughs> dude, and bro, his, his stuff is heat, to be honest. But he made a song. It's called Compara Sin. Mm-hmm. Sin, the sin part is capitalized in the yeah. word so it's comparison mm-hmm. and it's talking about like in the song he's like I just want to be like so and so so I can do such mm-hmm. and such and such and such I want to be like Elton John so I can be like such and such and such mm-hmm. and he talks about these different people and then at the end of the song he really talks about like deep into like why that's wrong mm-hmm. and like why like you are your best version is because yeah. like you acting like someone else is going to take you nowhere mm-hmm. because God does not bless who you pretend to be mm-hmm. and we've talked about that before yes. it's like you can try to act like them, mm-hmm. but if you're trying to act like them, you're missing where you're supposed to be. Yeah, and you're not them. Like, and people can tell. You're not that. him, pal. You're not like, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> you're not that guy. <laughs> and like, you can tell when people are like being fake and trying to not be themselves. And I, I just don't like it because I'm like, just be yourself. Yourself is beautiful. You are mm-hmm. fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God. He literally knit you in your mother's womb. Like, who takes the time to do that? He knows the hairs on your head, and mine fall out a lot. So. I feel like so that's why all. act like them. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's no reason, and it, I'm sure it hurts God's heart because He's like, "I did all that work, and you're trying to act like these people that I made for themselves." And so it's just, it's getting personal. Like, it's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Social media really makes it hard mm-hmm. to function. Mm-hmm. And bro, some people on social media, 
they it's almost like we think other people like care so much mm -hmm. it's like oh my god you know, i really gotta look good for these people like bro ain't nobody care no. <laughs> bro, ain't nobody care bro they really don't you got 100 oh followers gosh. bro no one True. cares bro Oh my gosh! Yes, no, and I'm and, rude, bro. and also no, no, because it's so true. Like people need to be real, like for real, like be for real, like, be real. I say that a lot. Be for real, <laughs> and like on the little circle things on Instagram, like you can type something for like thirty minutes or whatever, mm -hmm. and I'll see people be arguing back and forth. I'm like. And why do we care about whatever y'all doing? Like, mm -hmm. y'all have too much time on your hands. If you're taking that time to see what somebody said back to your back comment, like, it's just an argument over Instagram. Like, what? That's going to be gone in, like, 30 minutes. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, you're definitely the worship leader. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, no, it's just terrible. It, just be yourself. Be real, folks. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the title of this episode. Be real. Be real. We getting real. <laughs> <laughs> We are real. <laughs> oh, comparison. Mm -hmm. Be real to yourself because God does not bless who you pretend to be. Mm -hmm. um, humble yourself in all circumstances. Yes. Um, be comfortable with where you're at because mm -hmm. even though it does not seem like a big deal, it is a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's good stuff. Mm -hmm. That's some pretty, pretty solid stuff. Mm-hmm. Like these chairs. Not my chair. <laughs> I only had time to grab one chair. Not really. I just was lazy to go to the other side of the church and grab mm -hmm. the other one. But I gave you, I got you the comfortable chair. Oh, you know? thanks. I need like full range yes. of you motion. You talk with your hands. I think I'm just like, wee. <laughs> motion, bro. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, God is just so good. I think he, he just works in miraculous ways. And he uses us like where we are. If we're in this, like, like you're you're at church, you're serving, you're where you need to be, and you're, he's working in that. I'm where I need to be. I'm at school, the gym, work. The mm. sun's really bright. The sun is bright. <laughs> um, and so it's just, if you're where you need to be and you're fulfilling God's purpose, he's going to send you where he wants you to be at that time. Mm -hmm. It's all in his time. And um, I read something the other day. It was like, God's clock is way different than our clock because we want stuff to happen on our time. And not his. Like right and, now. Yeah, like, yeah, like right now. And we live in a rushing world of, like, fast-paced, growing, everything. And so we're rushed into that. And so, but God wants us to take that time and slow down mm -hmm. and not just, like, if we're reading our Bible more than social media, that's great. But if we're just focusing on other people and not God, that's not helping him or mm -hmm. his people or the um, church. Hashtag or everybody, okay? Literally. Ain't, ain't none of y'all reading your Bible as much as you want, <laughs> Netflix, Instagram, yeah. all that combined. Yeah. And that's the thing. We just say, well, I'm reading my Bible more than Instagram. Mm -hmm. okay? I'm just looking at I'm, those I'm, quotes. I'm reading my Bible more than watching Netflix. Mm -hmm. I'm reading my Bible more than watching YouTube. But are you really? You're not. Well, here's the thing. You could be. Mm -hmm. But don't compare it for that. Put YouTube, mm -hmm. Instagram, TikTok, Netflix, and put it together and mm -hmm. see how much time you're feeding yourself yeah. of the world. Yeah. And I think, what the world wants from you mm -hmm. what, compared to what the Bible says. Yes. And that's it. I mean, I struggle with that. I think everybody struggles with that. I think if you knows. if you say you're not, you're lying. And, and <laughs> even if it's not those things, it's something yeah. that we're consumed mm -hmm. by that takes our eyes away exactly. from that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's just it is hard because we live in like a social media world, mm -hmm. but we have to be that obedient. Like obedient brings blessings. That's what Miss Pam always told us. And when we're not in our word, we can't f fully fulfill out our faith or our calling because we don't know what Jesus is talking about. Yep. And we can't get that close to Jesus. So it's just really important. Yeah. Obedience brings blessings. Mm -hmm. And blessings bring... What did she say? Blessings bring something. <laughs> <laughs> blessings bring a lot of things. Yeah. Blessings bring blessings. <laughs> so in 2023... Mm -hmm. What are you, 18 years old? No. 17 years old? Yes. <laughs> Turn 18 in July. <laughs> 2023... Mm -hmm. 17, 18 year olds. Mm -hmm. What do the. Your no. elbow popped. Actually. Okay. You're 17 years old. Yes. To junior high and mm -hmm. high school people right now. Mm -hmm. And college people. Mm -hmm. And young adult people. Mm -hmm. Because some people think like, 
oh well i mean they in high school i'm in college mm-hmm. like we are, we are on a different them. level no bro I've, I've met plenty of idiots <laughs> in college and i've met plenty of geniuses in high school okay mm-hmm. like y'all are the same at mallory lester oh my gosh she going to you <laughs> um to these people mm-hmm. anywhere from like 12 to 20 mm-hmm. what are some things that we can do to escape mm-hmm. our culture that we've talked about yeah. everything about the culture how do we escape mm-hmm. that and find ourselves in the presence of god mm-hmm. i think on a previous episode you mentioned a word that you had for new year's and my word is intentionality hey. and being intentional and so what I found best is, like, to escape the world, basically, mm-hmm. and just to grow closer to God is have that those friends that you can be with that are godly, not only to build them up, but to build you up as well. And, like, <clears throat> me and my friend Gavin and Kenzie and Jacob, like, we'll get together and we'll just have a time of worship. Or, like, we'll just have a time of doing something together because I love all of them and that we can do those things together and it be for a purpose for Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say, like, don't hang out with your unbeliever friends are just like people who aren't as close to Christ but it's important to have that system to run back to or like my Nana she's one of my biggest supporters and I can run to her with any advice that I need and even your small group leaders like have those relationships that you can count on Mm -hmm. to give you godly advice because the world's not going to give you that and you have to be intentional with that yeah like you said yeah Mm -hmm. that you have to build those relationships and I think something else is just like every morning just be thankful for where you are I've I think I think I started this in like sixth grade because I saw it on DNL or something. <clears throat> and it was a gratitude list. You just write down five things you're grateful for every morning. And that helped me. Like it humbled me. I was mm-hmm. like, I have more than five things to write down. Like that's great. Yeah. But like if it's even like the little things, like thank you for like the time I get to spend with these people. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just things. Like be thankful for everything. Because mm-hmm. somebody said once it was like, if you didn't thank God for that thing that day, like you didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Like, what if you didn't have that? And I was like, that's a lot of things to be grateful for. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think those are good things. And just, like, have that also, that time by yourself to connect with the Lord, because that's also, like, where I find my escape. Like, I am, I, I lead worship and stuff, so that's my escape. I go to worship I'm automatically. And Very worship's, underrated, taking worship's not just, like, singing. It can mm-hmm. be reading your Bible. It can be praising. It can be anything. And just taking that time for yourself, like, you will feel so at peace. I think that's when I feel the most at peace is when I'm just – by myself, in a quiet space, like, it can be your car, it can be your room, it can be mm-hmm. anywhere, and just having that time is just so peaceful, and, like, I'm, like, yeah. I'm refreshed, like, well, I can do this. Worship is your mind's attention and your heart's affection. Yeah. We talk about that all the time, right? Yes. I like that. Yeah. Intentionality, that's cool, because here's what I'll say to piggyback off all mm-hmm. that. You cannot reap the benefits of anything mm-hmm. that you did not put time into. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Do not expect your relationships to be good Mm -hmm. if you did not put intentional time into them. Bars. Mm -hmm. I have some good friends. Yes. You don't just have good friends, bro. You. It's so hard. (laughs) Build relationship. You. You're in this little talking stage of like Mm -hmm. just being friends, and then you like, hey, you sacrifice some time Mm -hmm. to go hang out. Mm -hmm. They do the same thing for you. Yeah. They wake you up at six in the morning to go get you when they're in a car accident. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I did that to my mom. Dude, my <laughs> friends did that to me, bro. And it's like, and it's like, mm-hmm. be willing to sacrifice some time mm-hmm. for them. And you're, you're doing these things that sometimes you don't like, but sometimes yeah. you do like. Mm-hmm. And you're being intentional in all of it. Yeah, and exactly. That's whenever you, but do not expect to reap the benefits of something mm-hmm. that you did not put time into. Yes. Being intentional, and you mentioned being intentional with time, like by yourself, mm-hmm. and that that's important. Oh, for sure. And like that's almost. Other than in being intentional with God, mm-hmm. that's like the second most important thing. Yeah. And I think the the best way to do that mm-hmm. is by fasting. Yeah. And some I'm people like some people are like, first of all, ain't nobody fast anymore. Like I don't yeah. know what the problem is. It's biblical. Mm-hmm. Okay. True. And you don't have to fast from food. Mm-mm. Me, I fa- I think that's where people get stuck. Exactly. Is like I, I got I got the munchies, I bro. I gotta eat. eat. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, fast from something mm-hmm. that takes your Mind's attention, mm-hmm. heart's affection away from God. Yes. Which so you might as well just like go into a dark room by yourself because everything is taking right. Take something away, like takes the the reason why food is like mm-hmm. the biggest thing for fasting yeah. is because it's getting rid of food shows your reliance on mm-hmm. God alone. Yeah. So for me, I usually I do like a like a 
what is it called? Like an intermittent, intermittent fast. Like yeah, you I, I stop do that. eating it. You eat at 12 and stop eating at 8. I'll do that. Something like that. And then I will, I'll get rid of social media for like a week. Mm-hmm. And I'll just like only, anytime I would pick up my phone or anytime I'd turn on Netflix, mm-hmm. I would just pick up my Bible. Mm-hmm. And every night I'm just like on my hands and knees for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Just focusing mm-hmm. on him mm-hmm. and focusing back on what he wants for me. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get into fasting more because I think it's really important, like you said. But I think it's just hard in school. And <laughs> it's going to sound oh, terrible. Oh, no, dude, it, because it, it it's is hard. so hard. And Whenever I feel you're like, at school for eight hours a day. Yeah, I feel like people just think, like, oh, fasting is just this big thing that we just do. Mm-hmm. And, like, or like certain religions do it. But it's like, it grows you closer to God. It, I mean, it, God it's a, it's a or practice, Jesus. Really. Yeah, Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And he was tempted in every single way. And I feel like that was probably the hardest thing. Like, he was in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. I, I I would be scared. I'm yeah. gonna be attacked by a bear. <laughs> it's like it's a practice to mm-hmm. strengthen yeah you and to mm-hmm. strengthen yourself. And mm-hmm. people, are, oh my gosh, bro, let me not roast Christians right now. <laughs> Christians, bro, will ask and complain. Mm-hmm. Why don't I feel God? Why is He not making Himself apparent to me? Don't expect to feel someone. Yep. Who you don't give time to, yep. shorty. Mm-hmm. Do not expect your friend to show up if you don't ever talk to your friend. Yes. Do not expect God to make himself known to you all the time if mm-hmm. you put him on the back burner all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's where fasting comes in because that's where it's like, you're just like, bro, I don't care about anything right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, where's my phone right now? I don't know. Because I'm having an intentional conversation mm-hmm. with you, right? Exactly. It, my phone it does doesn't not matter. matter. No, a text message right now does not matter. Mm-mm. What matters is this conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what fasting is: mm-hmm. getting rid of the things that are holding your mind back and your heart back, yeah. and giving it to God. Mm-hmm. Getting rid of the reliance you have on other things mm-hmm. and giving it to God. Yeah. Why, why am I struggling in this area? Because you're not doing what you're it takes. You're not fully committed to commit to, to it. That, exactly. That. You're, mm-hmm. you're not. You have to do what it takes. You have to mm-hmm. sacrifice things. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing for, like, intentional relationships with people is, like, people, like, want to have these great friends and these great relationships, but they don't want to, like, do the time or the work that it takes. And, like, not that your friendship needs to be, like, hard work, but mm-hmm. it's going to take time to build a relationship. People time. aren't going to trust you. People aren't going to talk to you if you don't spend time with them. Just mm-hmm. like God, he's not going to be as apparent to you as he normally is if you're not in that relationship with him. You're not talking to him. You're not reading your word. You're not getting personal with him. Or, like, praying those, like, dangerous prayers, like, mm. to get deeper with him. You're not going to get that close to him if you're not doing those things. And that's what people don't understand. They just want to walk through life with Christ, mm. but they're not, like, truly with they him. They want to be comfortable. Yeah. That's why Christians, like you said, do yeah. go partying and stuff like that. <clears throat> and what do we say? Calling over comfort. Mm-hmm. Like, don't call yourself a true mm-hmm. disciple of Christ if you're chasing after your comfort over your calling. Because I was stuck. I was stuck in that comfort for a long time. Oh, dude! Well, like, before, like everybody is like, at some point. Yeah, I wasn't like so unmotivated. Like a couple months ago, I was just like, oh, "This sucks." Like <laughs> school sucks. I'm tired. Like this mm-hmm. is terrible. But I couldn't. Like I just wasn't looking at the blessings that I was being given. I was just looking at my circumstances, and I wasn't truly turning towards the Lord for them, and for the motivation and for the mm-hmm. <clears throat> time. And it's gotten definitely gotten better because I've switched some things around. And it's truly is hard. Like, it's just hard. Mm-hmm. A relationship with Christ is hard because you have to take yourself away mm-hmm. and put and just clothe yourself in God. Because if your heart's not covered in love from God, then you can't show it. And if you can't show it, then you can't show the love of Jesus. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that was barred. Right you said that. I was like, oh my God. Round? She's so right. Oh, dude. <laughs> that was nice. That was cool. Thank that was, you. Good, good word over there. Yeah. Thank you. That was nice. Um, <laughs> oh, my I was neck. just looking at your face. I'm you, were just, neck, you were just like, and I was like, did I say something wrong? <laughs> I was like, that was nasty. Look at you go, girl. Woo. No, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this guy. His name's David Goggins. Have you heard of this guy? Yes. <laughs> this yes. Guy, this guy's a maniac. Okay. I love him. Mm-hmm. What's and, he with loving some crazy people? <laughs> dude, this dude is 
wild. Like mm-hmm. anytime I'm like scrolling on my like Instagram and and TikTok and stuff, mm-hmm. it's like a bunch of like motivation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So David Goggins are gonna show mm-hmm. up. This guy's like a he was like a Navy SEAL. He was mm-hmm. an Air Force. He's the one that yells at you, right? Like oh he my yells. Gosh. Okay, that, okay, that's okay, like okay. his thing, right? Yeah. And he goes like these big conferences and talks. But mm-hmm. what he does is like he runs like these hundred mile races. Yeah. So like there was a race. Ooh. And it's like you and like five other people. Mm-hmm. And you run a mile, I run a mile, they run a mile, he runs a mile. You all run a mile until whoever runs the most miles in 24 yeah. hours, you know, wins. He did the race by himself. Mm-mm. So he just run like 100 miles by himself. Like, he, he's a crazy man. And he does these things. I could not do that. And his story and his life and his calling to this world, I guess, mm-hmm. is to get people out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And the way he does that is he screams at you, mm-hmm. and then he does it. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. him and this guy were running in... Uh, somewhere i guess like maybe connecticut or something mm-hmm. and there was a lake and it iced over mm-hmm. and kids were playing hockey on the ice like it was just like freezing cold outside mm-hmm. he goes out there with a rock puts a hole in the ice jumps in <gasps> because it takes him out of his comfort zone ice bath. like this is his thing bro and it's so anytime i see him he's like you better you probably laying in bed right now you probably eating snacks right now. i'm like <laughs> and like he's like, I'm out here working. They don't uh, know me, son. Like he's over here screaming, yeah, right? Yeah, they and don't know me, son. Dude, th- that's him, bro. And like, who's this guy talking to? It's like, who know? I don't know. And um, but that that that's his thing. Yeah. And me, it just fires me up. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be two in the morning. I'm yeah. I'm trying to do some push-ups on the floor right now. Like <laughs> right now, dude. But what if that was our life yeah. with God? Mm-hmm. Like, like oh no no no. Like mm-hmm. the devil thought he was gonna do something. Like. Them little thoughts in my head like that, they thought that was going to hold me yeah. back. Like, nah, bro. Like, <laughs> Calm down. You Unreal. Like, you don't Unreal. know me, but <laughs> yeah. you don't know the one who made me. Yeah. Like, David Goggins is all about, like, you don't know me, son. But, like, for Christians, mm-hmm. it's you don't know me and you don't know my God either. Yeah. Like, you may have heard about him, but, like, watch mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Because you cannot stop yeah. what God has put in your way. Like, Mm-mm. no one, if God be for us, who can be against us? Mm-hmm. And yes. if you have to have that mindset. And it's not, like, a cocky mindset of, like, Oh, I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what you were called for. Mm-hmm. You better do go it, do bro. it. <laughs> do it. Yeah. And you wanting these Christians who are just like, oh, just chilling. And they just party and they mm-hmm. just hang out with their friends and, mm-hmm. and, and they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, bro? We just need to stream at him. <laughs> because, because your calling's over here. Yeah. Your calling's not fun. <clears throat> I say it all the time ministry ain't sexy, bro. Mm-mm. Your calling's over here. It's not fun. It's hard. The Bible says you're gonna be sheeps amongst wolves. Yes. Okay. Wolves eat cheap. Yeah. That's your calling. Mm-hmm. Do it, bro. Mm-hmm. Because God before you, mm-hmm. they ain't going to stop you. So walk in the place that they can't stop you then. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. They don't know you, son. Or God. And they don't know God. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So we have to like, calling over comfort. Yeah. Calling is scary, mm-hmm. but it's not as bad as it seems Mm-mm. because you have the help from the one yeah. who does. Like. Moses and his people were mm-hmm. scared the whole time, right? Like, yeah. what's going to happen? What's gonna... And the whole time, God's like, do you not remember these things? Mm-hmm. We... we talked about faith, yeah. remembering faith. To move forward, mm-hmm. remember the things God did for your past. Yes. Moses and them were like, oh, this is just a tough thing coming. Yeah. And God's like, do you not remember what I already yeah. did? Oh, he had to repeat that. I was du- I was studying Deuteronomy. They, he had to repeat and that like so many times. Dude, like, so many and times. I'm just sitting here like... Just do what you need to do. Like, like, just remember. God, God does like the craziest, most like yeah. wild thing ever. And then Literally. like the next verse Killed is like. Killed all the people dude. that were in the land. And they're like, oh, we still don't know if we. What? The you next verse it's like. It. And then they doubted God yeah. again. Like, and it's I'm like, like, bro, what are we doing? Like, are you but blind? We, but don't we do the same thing? But we do the exact same thing. Yep. It's like, well, I don't know. That's yeah. really sketchy. It's like. Oh, bro, my gosh. What? I was literally reading that and like. I don't even know what time. It was probably like three in the morning, like you said. Mm-hmm. And I was reading that, and I was like, mm, how many times have I done that? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, God. I'm so sorry, <laughs> That's on me, for real. <laughs> My bad, bro. Yeah, and I'm like, but how many times do we do that? How many mm-hmm. times do we doubt when we don't need to because he's already proven himself? So, God doesn't have to prove himself, but we want him to because we doubt. That's all because of us. He doesn't even have to show himself. Like, that's what faith is for. Faith is seeing what you or wait no believing in what you can't see but we see god's miracles everywhere mm-hmm. so we see it and we have faith in it but we still doubt because that's our human nature and we choose comfort mm-hmm. because we don't want to have to go through all this like hardship mm-hmm. but I, I think literally every episode i've mentioned this mm-hmm. but james says mm-hmm. james love trials 
Come on. Build perseverance. Yep. Perseverance builds character. Mm -hmm. You got weak character because you don't go through trials. Mm -hmm. And you may be going through trials, but you're not. You're not. You're wasting your trials. You're wasting your trials because you're running, bro. Mm -hmm. dude. Hey, I'll be doing that too sometimes, though. <laughs> oh, dude, it, we it, all it, do it. That's the thing, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I'm like the most hostile person towards Christians, probably, um, because they're <laughs> annoying. But, like, I do the same stuff. Yeah. Oh, for and, sure. And, bro, anytime I'm preaching or anytime I'm talking here, mm -hmm. I'm basically just saying stuff that I either am dealing with or mm -hmm. have dealt with in the past. Mm -hmm. Like, I know. Yeah. Like, right? and if you don't think people aren't going through that, like, they're not going through trials, they are. They just aren't. Some people show their trials, and some people don't. That's right. And either way, like, you're going to go through a trial. Like, it's not, it's, like, you're not, it's all, It's always going to be, like, sunshine and rainbows. I may look like a sunshine rainbow threw up on me, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not always sunshines and rainbows. Like, talk yeah. to Kenzie. She would tell you. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, you have to, I think it was, like, I did a message at a ladies group, ladies lunch thing, and it was, don't waste the waiting. Don't waste waiting yet. Of, like, your trial. Or, like, don't even waste your trial. Mm -hmm. Or don't try to run from the trial. Mm -hmm. But try to be in the eye of the storm around you. Yeah. And it was just Find comforting. Him, yeah. Yes. And not, like, looking at the scariness of the trial, but taking hold of it. And doing what you need to do with it. And looking to see what God's going to do through the trial. And it's just, it's a, it's a good thing to look back on, like, previous ones that you've been through. Like, I'll keep a journal like a prayer journal, mm -hmm. if I know I'm going through something, or just any other day. And it's it's good to look back at it and be like, wow, I was at this bad place, and then God delivered me, and it's great. But mm -hmm. we're just like the Moses' people. We doubt so often. Yep. We're whack, bro. And that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. Culture does not make it easy. Dude, we, we pretty much covered, like, so much today. Uh, yeah, I feel, we, like, we, I feel we, like... We pretty much covered, like, yeah. all the struggles <laughs> that people got right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like when I talk, it's just like... <laughs> Dude, and, and th that's all this is, right? Yeah. Like you said, what we talking about? I'm like, you tell me. True. Like we just start talking about nonsense, and True. it'll lead somewhere. And mm -hmm. that's all we want to do. All we want to do is just have conversations mm -hmm. about culture and life, and mm -hmm. see like how are we going to represent fix it? Like Jesus. how are we going to represent mm -hmm. Jesus in all things? Represent podcast. Shout out. What up? My hey. <laughs> well, do thanks. Yeah. Thanks for being on. Thank dude, we got to get you back, bro. This was fun, actually. I enjoyed um, this. This is my, it's like a word bomb. <laughs> dude, we'll, we'll definitely have to yeah. get you back on because this was cool. Yeah. Represent yeah. Jesus in all things. Yes. Compare a sin. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to compare. Mm -hmm. Stop undervaluing what you're doing. Yeah. Even though you might be stay at home lady. Yeah. Even though you might be. And that's okay. Some. <laughs> guy who's just like serving at the church mm -hmm. cleaning or whatever it doesn't matter what you're doing mm -hmm. what you're doing is what god called you to be doing mm -hmm. do it wholeheartedly have mm -hmm. humility um persevere persevere mm -hmm. be intentional in all things yeah. you know everything pretty much the bible talks about <laughs> be more like jesus amen amen cool thanks for watching the represent podcast thank you laney you're awesome thank you um uh, peace peace <laughs>